Oh, wait. Here we go. It's time for Ready, boy! Josh! Welcome to episode 106 of the Murder Moose Podcast, part of the Slashcast Podcast Network. It's in the game. Yay! Today, we're joined again. Look at I, I can point in the right direction, Rod. Continue back. Hi. Is she just? Are you just like part of the show now? You're you're the third member yeah. of Murder Moose now. That's fine with me. I'm good. Whatever. <laughs> Basically, it's like unofficially official. I'll just fill in whenever you need people. I love it. <laughs> I mean, thank you for having me again. You're always welcome. You know this, friend. You are wonderful, and we love you. Oh, I love you guys too. Hey, happy early birthday, Josh. I know that yeah. this will be out after your birthday, but happy early birthday. Yeah, today Josh actually is uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. So it's Thanksgiving today. I had the day off and tomorrow is my birthday. So I'm working from home because I was like, do you need me? No, I. you don't need me to come in. I'm, I'm going to be in my <laughs> comfort zone. I'm going to do my thing from home. It's birthday time. So birthday. he's Josh is working in his birthday suit because it's as his birthday, he should, and he's just gonna hang that dong out. He's gonna hang that dong out. He's been inspired by his good friend Rod Johnston, who hangs his dong out wherever he wants because that's what it's, friends do. I don't know. I accidentally went live today. We're we're stupidly live right now. No one's gonna come and see it, but it's just this stupid thing that I'm doing now because I hit record. But the button above it is live. And I was playing my drums and I was just recording clips. And all of a sudden, someone was talking to me. And I was like, what the? What? Uh, uh, who is this? <laughs> I don't go live. Josh, you silly bitch. You, I mean, you don't go live to the point that you yelled at me for being sub to you still. You were like, Rod, stop that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Well, because, I mean, it's, it is fair. Because basically, if you don't hit the payout threshold, you're just giving Twitch money. Yes. Exactly, and don't do that. Which they need their money because there might be lawsuits in the near future. <laughs> I kind of wonder if they're gonna sue Twitch. Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody's sue happy, but I think Lenovo might be catching the brunt of that. I, I. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, TwitchCon was over the weekend, and uh -oh. they had this foam pit with at the these... Lenovo station because there was yeah. another one at another station. Yeah, and this girl literally jumped off and, like, broke her back in two spots. <gasps> she has to have a rod put in. <laughs> oh, rod, you have to be put in. Um, but there's... They were telling they, they were telling people that they could dive headfirst into this foam pit. They were telling all this stuff. Somebody broke their leg. Another person broke their ankle. And then there were a couple others. The mm -hmm. other foam pit did fine because they followed the regulations and the guidelines. This one only had like two feet of the foam and one thin pad on the ground. So they were basically jumping directly onto cement. And these people were not like going in like professional wrestlers who like, you know, know how to fall. They weren't expecting to know how to fall. Yeah, it, it fucked people up, man. And it's what like, what the hell is what... wrong with them? Dude. And like, the seriously, thing is, 
it makes me <laughs> mad because people then like all the people are like, well, she was a porn star. And it's like, what is her being a porn star yeah, what, and being a far more porn star? And like, she's a content creator who streams. That you doesn't guys make are any such, sense. <laughs> yeah. Because well, assholes get a chance to be an asshole and they take that, that fucking opportunity to be assholes. So like the esports boys, some fucking organization was making an ass out of themselves doing this shit. And it's just like, not not the industrial fucking um, multi-million dollar uh, corporation that done fucked up real bad by trying to save a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, Twitch. What, why am you I know. live on Twitch right now? We should just be live on YouTube. Like, that's... <laughs> I don't know, Josh. I don't know why we're anywhere or what we're doing or why or when, but we are well, here. Con- we're content. So, we are. content, like, whatever, right? Like, Look at us. We are content. We are content. We are content. <laughs> Yay! I am uh, content. <laughs> so, so we had a. I have to say, we're talking here. We're talking about Hellraiser from that just came out last week today. But God, there's been a fucking shit ton of content, horror content specifically, over the last week. I mean, since we talked last, we had Werewolf by Night come out. We had. Uh, Hellraiser, obviously. We had the Midnight Club, which I haven't even touched yet. <laughs> All this fucking content, and there's other stuff on fucking uh, on Shutter that's been like, like really, really high praised, like heavily praised. And it's just like, how the fuck is there this much content? And we're not even done with it because Terrifier Two was going solid all weekend. Oh, yeah. Also, so like, do you people- think they're gonna get a wider release, or they're not gonna VOD it? <laughs> They extended it to this weekend. Like so, this weekend they're doing Terrifier two again, and uh, at theaters it seems like, and they're trying to get enough money out of it to like do it for a third week. But like, Terrifier two is also odd because I think that the film was crowdfunded, if I'm correct, because everyone loved. I know the first it's an one. indie, and yeah, it well, was it's not rated and all that stuff. But yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was crowdfunded. That's awesome. I that like that is the type of like success stories, especially in the horror genre, like super niche down, like has yeah. like a an amazing one-off character, slasher character that is already in icon type like stages and it's yeah. it's it's a brand new indie. Like to to hear all those things stack and then it also dethrones maverick from the top five the movie to do it like come on like that's such huge accolades for this movie that i definitely still want to check out when we when we all can i want to make sure that that's our double feature because i double featured this week uh because like we said before i hadn't seen hellraiser the original so i made sure before i watched this one i put on the original and then this one and made it the grindhouse night and I did this all night when I was watching it. I was just like, I don't know why. You were, I, you look like you were channeling the BDSM from the movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Very much. I mean, there was a lot of BDSM in, in both these films, but like type, but the new one I think has more of a fleshy appeal than leather appeal. But mm-hmm. oh, I, we were talking about Terrifier 2 real quick there. Um, did you see the uh, that the guy who plays Art the Clown is also playing the Grinch in the Grinch slasher? Oh, yeah, the slasher. Grinchy slash. 
So Big somebody Tom? was talking to me about that. I did not look it up. And I was like, they're not going to make a Grinch slasher movie. You must be thinking of something else. Apparently they are. And I was just wrong. It's coming out in December. It's already like it's filmed and coming out this December. Um, I'm ready Winnie for the, the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I, I, we got we to gotta check that one out for the show, too. Like all these ones that it's like they're doing it just you attach or public get domain. some yeah like that public domain stuff and then it automatically has an audience regardless of people that are like i this is so nutty and zany that i have to check it out because like of course it's, it's name recognition man and especially like you get the i i think from the everything i've seen from the winnie the pooh movie that it looks like it reminds me of the sharks of the corn with the like with the that totally CG blood and shit like which drives me crazy. But I'm hoping, hoping, real hoping that uh it it's at least watchable because like uh I I didn't know what to stream the other night on stream so we just chatted for like three hours and for like we started talking about or watching the best fight scenes from Samurai Cop. Have you seen Samurai Cop? <laughs> what <laughs> no. It's a real, real bad, like B action movie from the like eight, eight, late '80s, early '90s, and 91. the guy, the guy basically, uh, he had this mullet, this real oh, terrific. Oh, I've seen they, that yeah. poster before. And they, they, they decided it wasn't violent enough, so they needed reshoots. But like then half this movie, he's uh, he's wearing this horrible wig from the reshoots. It's kind of similar to the whole like Henry Cavill like mustache, like, you know, Love it. and it is fucking hysterical. And then they made a sequel like years later, like 30 years later. And uh, the uh, sequels bad guy is Tommy Wiseau. And that we were just watching clips of Tommy Wiseau's like, like monologues, which are so bad that they're amazing. <laughs> I've never watched this. And this looks fabulous. Have you seen I'm, the room? I have not seen the room. Oh, it's so bad, but I so, know a lot so, of it. So good. It is. It's I, something I, to I, watch with people with, that yeah. have seen it. And like, cause that's what the movie becomes. It's like you, it's almost like you can't just watch it by yourself. You have to like have someone that's seen it. That is like forcing you to watch it because yeah. they don't want to watch it again. They want to watch you watch it because it's You're all like about Anchorman. that. It's, That's how you know, I feel about Anchorman. You know, when it's a real, look, this is my movie that I did this with uh, horror wise was uh, uh, Midsummer, And I watched it with this guy and like, I'm, I just watched him the whole time when all the crazy shit happened. <laughs> so it's kind of like that though with like bad movies where you're just like waiting for people to like fall in love with these really shitty things because it's so entertaining, but they're like, you're like, you know oh. that these people are going to lose their goddamn minds because it's fucking bonkers. Um, and it just like doesn't make any sense. It's that kind of stuff. We talked about like way, way, uh, way long ago, we talked about uh, uh, the fanatic with uh, uh, John Travolta, which is still, I, I think, one of my favorite movies we've ever done on the show, even though it is so incredibly bad that it, it just, it, that movie is literally up there with the room with how bad it was, Josh. And they're like, you know, like this is so rewatchable because of how fucking terrible it is, and and the fanatic is up there. And I talk about that stupid fucking movie all the time because I I, I find it so insane. Yes. So. Yep. It's um, just it's it's fun. It's just it's fun. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> how much, uh, yeah. How much, 
No, no, I'm just, I'm saying, how much <laughs> of this new shit have you guys watched? Like, there's so much at it. Like, I know, I know, Which, Kim, what? you were very, what? What new shit? How, all the new movies that were, I'm just referencing, like, oh. that have come out. Like, uh, yeah. the uh, Werewolf by Night, uh, this, obviously, we're talking about uh, the- There's too uh, much. Yeah. Midnight Club. Did you watch Midnight Club? Kim? Not yet. I have been so god dang busy. Uh, literally watched this, just for anybody listening, literally watched this. I thought it was an hour and a half. Turns out it was two hours. Watched it, started it at 6.15, and was supposed to be here at 8. But I made it! But, like, literally, that's how... It's just been, it's just been banging, like, yeah. busy, busy. So, but I'm going to start Midnight Club tomorrow. For sure. But there's also like Grim Cuddy just came out. Yeah, that uh, looks good too. Yeah, like the big, huge freaking face. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I don't to know expect, what it's about. I don't. But it's a creepy looking face. And that looks I cool also, to me. I also saw, and you'll be excited about this, Ken. Uh, Barbarian's going to be on HBO Max at the end of the month. So, like, yeah, so you don't have to wait too much longer. So it'll be out there. So. I'm, and I think the so. director <laughs> liked my poster on Twitter. That's so awesome. Yeah, just like randomly out of the blue, all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, huh? That's the director. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucking dope. That's so oh, funny. Everyone go follow Josh too. on Twitter. Your Manny poster. Did you? It's my favorite did you one. It? Yeah, oh, I, that's I, so awesome. I printed it and, and did the frame that's cool Dude, that's fucking dope that is it. dope wait, oh. wait i gotta i gotta do a full screen there we go there we go yeah oh you can't see shit it's just glare well whatever there it is. We'll, we'll tweet it out but uh josh uh josh came up with the best uh marketing idea of all time today yeah and he's going to he wants to make shorts with the moose on them so we'll have moose knuckle shorts so like, because I was like, oh, like moose shorts. He's going to be a moose wearing shorts with moose on it, but it's also going to have a moose knuckle. So it's it's just it's too good not to do it. And we're I was just toying around because I I said as soon as I had access to the YouTube channel, because for this, you know, the first hundred episodes, essentially, or before that, I was just like, yeah, yeah whatever. And we didn't do all of them, I don't think. But I was like, yeah, I have a few ideas once I have access. And then I didn't have time, like everything just like. Pfft. So today, because I had the day off and I was home, I was just working on this uh, Hellraiser poster. I was like, hmm. And I just went in and like cut two sh moose shorts and they did really well. So I'm like, ah, fuck, I knew that was going to happen. Why the hell? Like, haven't I done this yet? So, you know, we're going to make more content maybe have like a segment in the show that we have like purposeful 15 second segments for people to like say something that they want for a moose short or something moose i mean what can rod do that's crazy for five seconds well that five those moose. those fun things and stupid things will be cut regardless because that's what happens but like to yeah. have an actual like maybe 15 second like your moose short review or something at the end like you're yeah. like yeah something like that so we have like a 15 second review of hellraiser type thing that's a really good idea yeah i like that i mean yeah there's there's it's so much i'm always coming up with stuff 
your brain is way better at that shit than mine, mine man. Mine I'm is in like, advertising. <laughs> mine's like, um, can you like post a picture of like your wiener on the internet? And um, and then okay, that's all you need to do. I don't know how to advertise this shit. I Just get your dog. I already got more more doggy clips for our next uh, short. So we're continue. Well, continue yeah. was finishing up uh, Hellraiser. He appeared to cause trouble. Um, and get us more oh, views. <laughs> exactly. Um, did either one of you guys check out Werewolf by Night then? No. I liked it, man. It was it was like less than an hour, all black and white, like well not mostly black and white, with just cool, like old school universal vibes. Pretty fucking violent. Um I thought it was dope. So Isn't I, it a uh, Disney Plus show? It's a Marvel show. I mean, a Marvel, like, short, they call it. A Marvel feature. It's, like, a little bit less than an hour. So it's kind of, like, lines up with, like, uh, the... the oh, yeah, the, 52 minutes. The Zoom, the Zoom meeting movie that no we talked about. Hey, Really? Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I just saw the poster. I literally... Is this is the first time I'm actually clicking through to see more about it and hearing about it from you. So, yeah, knowing all of that now gets me way more pumped to actually see it because they're doing it more actual PG-13. And I can't wait for Marvel to actually cross that road, like now that Disney owns it. I mean, and actually do some R-rated shit like with Fox and with other shit. I mean, we're already seeing it. I mean, pray. Prey is the first real example of that. It's like the 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 Disney comes in and buys Fox and then lets uh, Prey do the thing. Get, yeah, get made. It's it was all like uh, Predator was a a Fox a massive you know, success for them too. Like yeah. massive success. Prey was pretty good. Yep, it was a lot of fun and just cool that they did so well with it. Um, so yeah, Werewolf. It has like blood splatter. It kind of you know how like Kill Bill does the whole like one uh uh the bride versus the 99 or whatever like it's the kind of thing like that where you can show more blood splatter and shit when it's in black and white um the acting is fucking dope the they kind of like all cheese it up a little bit like 80s not 80s but like you know b style from like back in the 30s kind of like you know we're in the the mummy and dude mummy that original mummy movie is not an easy watch these days. It is it's very one? very the one with Boris Karloff and shit like that. From the Yeah, the 30s. original to me is uh Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is a pimp. I love Brendan I Fraser. love those movies other than Scorpion I King. Agree. And like, yeah. Like they're just yep. so fun. They really put him on the map and he was like in his prime in those movies too. Like all of them were. It was just it was such a like fun time at the movies. And I was at like an age where I was so, like well, I don't know, I, like all two of them. Because there's only there's only two fun mon- mummy movies, because if you saw the if you saw that one with Jet Li, <laughs> and we're not going to even mention the Tom Cruise mummy movie because uh, holy okay. shit, Batman, that is literally a top five worst movie I've ever seen in the theater. Literally it's because Warner top- Brothers was like, we have this zany idea, no one's ever done it before. We're going to make a cinematic universe, but we're going to put it on the shoulders of Tom Cruise running. And that's all we're going to do. Like nothing else matters. Just Tom Cruise run because people love it. And then we're going to put like 
eight other movies on your shoulders as you run. Yeah. So and we'll let, we'll include we'll include uh, uh, Russell Crowe fighting around the world with Russell Crowe as uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. So you know, all <laughs> these things happen. I did not see any of these. Oh, it's real bad. It is real bad. It is, the, the, the Tom Hanks mummy or the Tom Cruise mummy is, it commits my number one sin, the sin that will make me hate you more than anything. It's boring. It's, I, I see this all the time. It was, it was bad for the first two thirds, but it was entertaining bad. The last third where they decided they were going to have a cinematic universe, like Josh said, you just start going, Oh my god! It was so forced down your throat too. Like yeah, you, it you felt it. Yeah, it's it just didn't feel genuine piece. or thought out or like. But with that being said, this whole like fourth whatever bullshit that Marvel's doing right now feels just like just content, content. It doesn't matter, yeah. content. Like, I am like a big Marvel fan of the movies. I'm not like super big in the comics, so whatever. That's fine. But I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I feel like they hit their peak and they were like, what can we do to keep this going? I know, let's pull out some of these other characters that, that probably people absolutely love, just maybe less people and we'll make other people love them and then create this whole secondary thing. But I'm like, you know, no, I don't like, I mean, hopefully I'll fall in love with them. But I mean... Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's just content, content, content. But Shang-Chi, like Shang-Chi came out and was actually good. Like, because they, they were doing the thing where they're like, we don't know. We're going to take a risk and yeah. and kind of go all in and, and do this thing with someone that isn't known, doesn't have like whatever. He's from my friend's show in Canada, uh, Kim's Convenience, and he killed it. And then Shang-Chi was fucking amazing. And he's my new favorite like Marvel character because he just he brings it. And it was also like a fun Marvel movie that had more kind of going on, like less about like the pew pew and more about like actual like combat. Kung shit. Fu, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. I'm doing fun. some Neo in the Matrix. Uh, dude, they still need the time. They've been talking for years and years and years and they need to make it happen. Keanu Reeves as Ghost Rider. I need it. I yeah, but he's it. coming back as Constantine, so... Yeah, I hope that's... I, I love that first one, even if it's a little hokey, but... I loved it, too. Uh, yes! There's so many, the... like, heavy-hitting moments in that movie that, like, I yeah. still remember, and, like, I don't think they do yeah. that as much anymore. I really like the show for the, the five seconds it was on. Like, the whole cool, like, <laughs> necromancy and all that shit that, like, Constantine... It's a cool fucking character! Like... What? They, there was a show. Uh, there was a DC show, like the like the Arrowverse kind of show, but where they only went for like one season. It was on CW back in like years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. I would and love to see more Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is the one that they need to that they they've been talking about. Obviously, the X Men are coming here. We just heard that uh, Wolverine's coming back for uh, Deadpool three. Um, and I, the, the, the whole Deadpool 3 thing, I, I, I didn't realize that TJ Miller was a piece of shit, but I guess he apparently is. And is he going to be 100%. In, uh, I didn't know that. I, I didn't hear that before. The, like, like he, he left the, cause he was doing really well on the Silicon Valley show. And yep. he was like one of the main draws to the show as well. 
And he was just like, fuck you. I'm a movie star now. And just peaced out. And they just like, the way they wrote his character off was him essentially doing that. Because that's what he did. He's just like, yeah, 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 I'm going over here. And then they're like, yeah, he got lost and he's not coming back. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then his career didn't do well because he was an asshole. And he was like an arrogant did piece of shit. assault someone or something like that too? Or like got all oh, weird? I, like, oh. I don't know. It's it sounded like I don't know he was a complete piece of shit. I'm like, eh. but yeah. So there's a lot of it. They're bringing all this stuff like back, and and no, don't like him. Don't like him at all. Fuck you, T.J. Miller. Fuck He's you. Like, there's like a whole oh article of him bashing, uh, bashing Ryan Reynolds too. Yeah. I was just looking it up, like like hardcore trashing him, and I'm like, uh. that was what got the, my attention. And like, yeah, it was like I saw people tweeting out an article about would you work with Ryan Reynolds again? No, he hates me for some reason. Well, maybe because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. maybe Ryan Reynolds. You don't is see uh, T.J. on anything, but exactly. Ryan Reynolds. He has his own. Exactly. Have you been? Have you any of you seen the Welcome to Wrexham? It's I've been watching it and it's been really fun watch. The, no, him and the guy from It's Always Sunny own a soccer team, right? Is yeah, Rob McElhenney. Okay, yeah, I have not watched that. It's on my list, but I have not. I don't have enough time to watch the horror stuff I want to watch, let alone. So. Yeah, I've been watching that and not all the horror that's come out, but there's all of October and whatever yeah. tomorrow well, I, mean, I might I would... be going to see clerks three in theaters even though it comes ah. out like on demand like on the 14th but it's one of those things oh, like it? apparently i just saw a post it's been so i think it comes out on the 14th so there's too much content and it's it's my birthday tomorrow and i just feel like happy birthday and all this other stuff i don't i, I don't even know if i can actually talk about it but i'm going to be doing a lot more posters for legitimate shit Real movies, so I'm I'm excited, man. Real movies for real poop. Mr. Hanky and all the sequels. Josh is Canadian, guys. He is. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we've hit our ADHD period and catching I up. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, every, every second here is ADHD period, but today we're going to come together and talk about 2022's Hellraiser. And... Right now, over, over me. me. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to read the synopsis. A take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. Okay. Cenobites! want to make something very, very clear. Very, very, very clear. If you don't think... That Hellraiser is is queer horror. You are a very silly person, and you need to go back and check everything out because Clive Barker is very gay. This movie, the original, was so BDSM and very gay and everything else, and wonderful. And I love it. And so fuck you if you're hating on anybody for I being. I think it's just There's... very sexually forward, not necessarily like in the gay zone, but more just like very sexually present. I... I know, but people who are very like weird in the right wing of things these days are very upset that the this movie is what it is, including the the trans uh, woman playing uh, Pinhead and everything like that. I, I believe love, she's trans, but you know, there was a few decisions. Well, what because her brother's gay and there's actual like in bed like hanging out scenes and stuff. Like I, I don't know. I I, just I honestly like if any movie or like vessel 
for a progressive movement could yeah. uh, withstand and like actually make sense, it would be this movie. Like, I, I don't understand. Well, no. It's the same people that saw the Little Mermaid trailer and lost their fucking minds because they don't. Yep. They don't. They yeah. They they're just they are who they are. So whatever. They're hateful sons of bitches. That's what they are. They are hateful bigots. Bigots who can blow my ass after eating Taco Bell. <laughs> okay, Josh. I have to say. Okay, I need your starting off opinion here. Okay. How. You you watched the original before preparing right. this. What did you think of the movie of what a woman will do for good dick? I mean, what, what did you think? Like, that's... Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of interesting. No, okay, I understand. Because you, you kind of brought it up last week, too. Um, about it being like... <sighs> there's more story to it, right? Like, But, like, yeah. I don't have the nostalgia kick that everyone else has you know it's a movie that came out in like 87 or something like that so i'm way behind on seeing it and seeing it from fresh eyes in 2022 uh it was just i i overly saw the clunkiness factor of the movie uh and it's like you know it's an 80s movie uh, you gotta like give it some i i have to like be a little softer in my review and my approach approach to watching it because of the time period that it was made in all those things that if i saw it like back when i was a kid or something it wouldn't have you know been a thing but in first watch now the day before my 37th birthday i'm like man there's there's a lot of like clunkiness to this movie and uh what it there, there's a lot of holes in like the the reasoning why anyone would actually like come through or continue to go through with what they're going through with for this type of stuff it was a little like stretched a little thin for the reasonings why they did anything like he bought the box at the beginning but but fucking why <laughs> like why i mean are you talking about the original or yes i'm talking about the original i have not even okay. talked about the the, yeah. the this, okay yeah yeah the the first one, the box is just so originally the 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 Cenobites and everything Pinhead were not a they were the background noise. They were the instruments of terror provided by the the wife, yeah. who is the real villain in the original Hellraiser. Uh, she 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 lures innocent gentlemen who just want to get their dick wet up into this house and then beats him to death with a hammer so she could get that good dick again. She really but, wants that good dick. Frank slings the best. I just dick love how that. she's like, she's coming into the house. She's like, oh, fuck, this place is disgusting. And then finds the box of her or the guy's brother, like fucking some other chick. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is the place. Like, <laughs> I'm like, now she's OK with staying here. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah. He must have had really good dick. I don't know. Like geez. he had the best dick, Josh. It was so dick that she killed. Uh, it was such good dick. She killed like eight people with it, like just to get that. Uh, get his she like was skeleton. possessed by the penis. possessed by the dick. So, a couple things. This was the first. It was the first uh, 
film that Clive Barker ever directed. He's only directed like three or two films, Hellraiser and Nightbreed. And I believe he directed Hellraiser. Didn't he do Candyman too? Uh, no, he directed his only two or, or his three movies. I sorry, I, I he did Lord of Illusions also. Um, he uh, he directed Hellraiser, Nightbreed, and Lord of Illusions. He might have had something to do with a short story. Uh, he uh, wrote Candyman back oh, okay. then, but he he had I think someone had bought the rights to one of his other movies. It was like Clive. Clive had Rex or some or something Rex. It was some weird movie of his, like one of his stories, and he was so fucking pissed off about how it turned out that he uh, he said, "I'm not. You can have it if I can direct it." And that's he went to direct it. He directed a couple of shorts before this, uh, a short called Salome, uh, a short called The Forbidden, and then he did Hellraiser. So a lot of you things you're talking about, Josh, are probably things that from a filmmaker's eye you caught up of, of a guy who like was learning how to make it be a director um still okay. i think there's a lot that honestly that, makes a little more sense now that yeah. you say that because yeah. it was yeah it was clunky is the the nice way of putting it there's a lot in, in that film in i really like the special effects with frank and 100%. like and, uh, and like the reverse melting or the guy coming back and shit like that like they except pulled for how long it was on screen i was like yeah. you know i i don't it's again coming from 2022 we have yep. add like everyone has fucking add now but this yep. show and all three of us in particular it's like and yep. i was like why is he why has this been and reanimating for like it feels like this has been on screen for like 20 minutes like what the hell is <laughs> going on uh, uh, but it Another one of those things where it like was a film that was like it kind of similar to Friday the Thirteenth, where you start with one thing and you introduce Jason, and in this case you introduce the Cenobites and Pinhead, and they become the attraction of everything, and uh, and they, they look so metal, and I love how just like, dude, like, they're so, so good. That film, it's it's wonderful, and it was like. I was like, oh, they pulled they pulled the chatterer back to fuck with him in the the, the 2022 <laughs> version. So, yeah. but yeah, I, that film is, and I I think the second one holds up mostly. It it goes off the rails in the third act, like completely, and like the finances and whatnot are supposedly what happened. But those first two movies are completely watchable, and then it it's the biggest collage of directed dvd i think they put the first three maybe four in theaters but i think it was only three and then like the rest was like the next six films or something were directed dvd things so this is the first like original hellraiser movie in a long time that wasn't you know just to keep the... but that's what they're doing they're taking like and i love that scene because i just rewatched the new scream with my nieces and it's like what the fuck this is like they they reference stab eight. It's just like just call it fucking stab eight. Why is it called stab again? And it's like Scream just did that. Now yeah. Hellraiser just did that. It's Hellraiser like yeah. eight, but it's just Hellraiser again. And it's like this is when everything just got re fuck off. Like now we're starting from scratch again. We're Hellraiser again. It's so yeah. meta that it, this is just happening again. But I like it's super meta. Um. I have to say, what was like, okay, first, you, you guys go first because you neither, I mean, 
Jay, you could go first. You had, n- you had yeah. never watched Hellraiser before this. What was your initial thought? Did you watch the other one? Did you no. do the double feature? Okay. Well, what did no. you think of this? Then? This one, I thought it was something. Um, like, and not in a bad way, not in a good way. I love puzzle boxes, personally. Uh, we were talking about The Room briefly, but there's a game franchise called The Room, and it's all puzzle boxes, and you're, like, in the box and playing with the box. So I was really excited when I first saw it, because I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. And then it just kind of, like, felt a little discombobulated, if that makes any sense. It felt, it felt like, okay, like, you guys had mentioned, too, like we've got this, we've got this item. We we kind of get what it does, but not really. But yet here we are still dicking around with it. And like, is it a is it a draw? Like, is she is she drawn to it? Is I mean, I understand the whole reasoning why she's messing with it, but it's just it was not what I expected. It was I don't know. But like also reading stuff about it because I hadn't seen the original. It looks like if I would watch the original, this one would be even better. So it, that's uh, what so I've gathered. It it's different because the like the why I kept talking about that like this the original is very very sexual as a film, mm-hmm. right? It's very like what a woman would do for the good dick, as we keep saying. But like, but it, I hate. I just I think it's because I'm a dad. That anytime anyone says "come to daddy," I'm just like. Uh, yeah. uh, bleh, bleh. I no, hate, I don't like it. I hate step porn and come to daddy and like all that stuff. It's just like it throws me off. And I, I, I think it might because I, there's that segment of America, especially, I mean, the world, but like it's the people that like grew up with like, you know, step parents and all this step brothers and sisters. I didn't grow up. I just had my brother and sister, my, uh, my sisters now. And it's like, it's like, that it just i understand what is happening and all that shit is just like you know not gross but in my mind it goes gross automatically and i'm going no don't want any part of this uh but it that, that was the most is, off-putting part of the the first movie for sure like there's skin yeah. being ripped off and that and he just says come to daddy and i'm like bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> it's it's that that first film is like like about desire kind of right like what desire will do for someone like or like fucked up love will do to you to a person what what they will do to keep it right this one's way more about addiction right you have a main character that the current one is about addiction the way of a character who was just six months sober it reminded me really... of the Evil Dead remake. Like, that's what they yeah. made it about. And it, it almost, like, grounds it more in, like, it gives it more stakes and more, like, reason why those people might be in this, like, situation or something, which... Well, yeah. I think it also brings it to this grouping, this generation, this age, because I think that we relate more to certain types of addiction so since she was like addicted to what i figure and what i understood was pills like that's a huge thing right now yeah. as far as addiction but i think they did a good job with that as far as grounding it because it's more it's not yeah it makes sense yeah it's a you have a reasonable way to figure out why they i mean they build up that this character is a complete fuck up at the beginning right like it's like even with like 
like her brother doesn't trust her because she used to be an addict. He, he doesn't trust her taste in men because this guy, I mean, <laughs> rightfully so. Uh, we we have a uh, we have I love a, how it uh, kind of like because you as like an audience are like you know she's the main antagonist or protagonist rather, and everyone is like really annoying. It's like up to here. There's no like there's zero trust. It's like setting her up for failure because they just assume she's already going to fail or already has failed. And even though she's not, and we know it as an audience, it's like super annoying to watch because she's like, no, what the fuck? Like, I, oh, (laughs) they also do this weird kind of manipulative thing with their, like, they don't like really fill you in and which is not manipulative, but they, we were talking about Ken said like her addicted to pills. They all they ever really say is that you went through a twelve step pro- process, right? And she's drinking, so you like you kind of don't know if it was a booze thing, and you you shouldn't trust her yeah, because she was totally. drinking her whatever route her you know her routines. Uh, you have and then the, the pills when she throws those pills down, and you're like, oh, okay, she's actually going to be clean, and then she's eating dirty pills off the street, and you're like, uh. And were those from her pocket or where did where did those come from? It was from, from the back know. of her car. She had like a pill case in the back of her car and it was gold and it like flipped and she was like, oh, and grabbed it. I, I wasn't sure if she found it or if it was like she pulled it out when she was like leaving her apartment. Like I that was the thing about the brother. I was like, why are you screaming at your your, your junkie sister in the middle of the night to get out because you're mad at her? And it's like you but he the- almost like has an addiction to like saving her too. Like she kind of brings yeah. up and like the way and how like heightened he is all of the time. It's like yeah. he almost feeds off of that and needs that. And it's like this codependent relationship that they have like intermeshed. Which are yeah. very easy to develop. And yeah, now that you mentioned it, that was a good display of it. Yeah. It was, it was especially because the, they were, their parents had died when they were like, she was younger I think right they like had died in a car crash did they say or my dude i've been watching so much random shit but i thought whatever no, but, that was batman i mean Bat, batman's i'm just kidding that... <laughs> they also were killed by uh the joker sometimes it doesn't matter but um yeah whatever <laughs> like they were alone and someone died their parents died. <laughs> we got mommy issues okay daddy <laughs> oh daddy her- oh fuck! <laughs> no! uh, I got. I just gotta say the 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 leads lips. Uh, they were just. Uh, they were. They were, they were crazy. They were so like, wow. I've beautiful, never seen, like yeah. I've never. I I've want never, them. I've never like. I don't know. I was just like. You know, you know who she oh. reminded me of? Actually, she reminded me of the chick from. Uh, she-Hulk. She's got like the pretty curly hair and like like coming out and also kind of reminded. Oh no! Oh, did my camera freeze? Yeah. Look, let's just watch. She reminds wrong. me of the. Hey, she reminds me it. of the redheaded <laughs> woman from uh, Orange Is the New Black who did the. Oh God, what was the doll? The Russian doll movie, and she has like the like curly hair that's like red. She reminded me of her. I, I'm not sure. What do you wait? What? I don't what? know. Is Rod? Yeah. Oh, hey. So, hey, Rod. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) 
Dear Elgato Cam Link, you are still broken. Was is it the Cam Link that's the issue, or is it his? Uh, no, camera? it's the OBS. Oh, really? But he's... Or, well, no, actually, no. It's Elgato. It's the Elgato device. Because I'm, I'm the one in charge of uh, the OBS and yeah, the Stream the... Deck stuff. So uh... my brain just shut down there. Hi, welcome back. Oh look. Oh no, I. Now, now we don't no hear audio. him. Oh wow, Rod, you're just you're doing great here today, bud. I'm on <laughs> you're doing fire great. Fire. Oh my gosh. Yesterday, I was like getting costumes to do shoots for OnlyFans at uh, Spirit of Halloween, uh, yep. Spirit Halloween, and I almost spotted killer clowns from outer space costume, and I was like, yeah. And then the 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 clown dick things would never end because there would be like shoot shots of me as a. Mm -hmm. A clown from outer space. Yes, and with his with his with his cotton candy hanging out. And <laughs> why is this not a thing? I told you back in early August yeah. that the killer clowns from outer space had stuff at Spirit Halloween. I want that gun so bad. They have the Dude. fucking gun, and it's so I don't know what I would so do with it. I just got told uh, what last week. I think I told you this, Rod. So all the killer clowns from outer space are coming to the Calgary HorrorCon this year. I'm the like photographer for all the like celebrity uh, photo ops and stuff. So there's going to be like two or three separate backdrops. One exclusively for the killer clowns. They're going to be doing like a group shot thing that I get to do and then like one offs. But then also the girl from Hereditary is coming. And she brings her own telephone pole with blood on it to take photos with. So there's going to be an extra uh, setup just for her stuff with the telephone pole that I get to take as well. So I'm like, I'm pumped for this year because that's like, that's, that's fucking awesome. That's like bucket list shit, but I'm the one that gets to like produce it and stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. That's fucking dope. That is fucking dope. The, the, that man, I've seen pictures of that with with her. Like, I think you sent them to me when you were showing yeah. me, and I'm like, and, and it's like fucked up, and I love it. I love it's it. It's so good. She's like, hey. <laughs> there's just a bloody fucking. Yeah. Oh. I, I, dude, it, I hope she brings the head around to the the head that they find oh. on the side of the road. <laughs> you like, you could hold her head. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be dope. That would be dope. Okay, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about when my camera decided to freeze. But, Hellraiser. Uh, we Hellraiser. Uh, yeah, the the the. I think we were being creepy about daddy and 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 whatever, but daddy, daddy. Okay. Oh, I, daddy. So Hellraiser, <laughs> the movie. Uh, fuck. It was. Uh, it was. Aesthetically, though. I just got to say, this movie looked amazing. Like, the color yeah. grade, the the attention to detail on, like, the lighting and the camera movement and just how, like, polished and, like, I don't know. Like, it felt like a bigger, more expensive production than especially the first one. Watching that back-to-back -back and seeing the just, like, the difference between the two productions was awesome. I agree 100% yeah. with uh, Kin with the... The, the why, like, it, what is there, like, a pull to this or whatever? I felt like there's a lot of, like, the reason they were continuing uh, to, to go down the direction was just because of her addiction and blah, 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 whatever. 
But then they would get there and like question her and be like, we got to get out of here. And then she'd be like, no, we should stay because of this. And then like one minuscule thing would change and they're like, all right, let's go. Fuck. We're, we're out of here. It's just like, well, why didn't you just do that in the first place? So it was kind of like, uh, a little I, like, I mean, we, yeah. We have a couple things, right? It, it was like, we have the main character, um, who is like, she, she steals this box with her boyfriend. Um, uh, Riley played by Odessa Azion. Azion, I think is, it's A apostrophe Z-I-O-N, Azion. I don't know how to say her name, Riley, which they call Rye half the movie. I'm like, you couldn't call it Rye, like, uh, like Rye whiskey, but, uh. Oh, I was thinking bread. I was thinking, I was thinking whiskey because of the, the, you know, addict, but, uh, um, she, she they steal this thing because the boyfriend convinces her we learn that later on that he got paid basically to take them to steal this box um and then it's all because she opens the box it doesn't fucking cut her because lucky she was holding it she was holding it like this and the knife comes out like and it didn't get her in the box needs blood to activate. So it basically latched onto her at that point. And they decided that she was going to be like Oops. the, the pro, <laughs> prologue at the beginning where we had, uh, I, I, all I can say is that dude looked like you took Robert Pattinson and hit him in the face with a ugly bad a couple of times. And, uh, he, uh, he, he's trying to pick up a MILF at the, this like function. And, uh, he he gets he opens up the puzzle box the first time or completes it, and uh, he, he gets torn apart. Which I think is I think the uh, that one of the best parts was that the first scene where he's getting torn apart and they're just showing the rich dude the whole time and you just see shit happening in the background like you don't you don't yeah, see you what's see happening. the chains and stuff like the chains. Yeah, are... I like they do. It's I very like ominous, this, uh, right? Yeah. There were the the special effects in this were actually really well done. Like especially like the the very last scene type thing yeah. where they're like showing skin and whatever. Like it it looks good. Like it's a mix between the practical effects, like you know all the makeup and stuff that they would have to do for the yeah. cinnabites and all that stuff. It honestly made me just I just wanted a cinnabon so bad. I almost <laughs> got one today, but I couldn't find a fucking cinnabon. So. It was like Cinnabites. Cinnabon! I need to have a Cinnabon. You know what? I think you're actually getting like weird third party horny because, like, let's think about it. Cinnabon, like, has those things that look like they're covered in semen. So, like, maybe we're just really horny after it because of all the the nipple play and everything like that. They, uh, there's a lot. I mean, you're you're correct. You are correct. You were probably horny for nothing the original, but I mean, you, one of them made you horny. <laughs> but, it made me hungry. I, so I think this is a film. I think that I, I, I have like actually have the intention to go back to watch it a second time because I feel like it is. There were expectations I had going into it that kind of may it might have derailed my following the movie process. Not like I understood everything, but like as you. you so in the original kin, the rules were a little bit different and they weren't like as like 
they weren't as defined. Like in the first one, it was like you open the box and the the What's come in out. the box? But the box also was like helping this woman bring this or her dead. She's married to this guy and she was fucking his brother and he gets killed by the box and then she figures out because she kills some dude that if you get blood on the box frank comes back and it was just like all like all that was happening and this one they do the whole set of rules and kind of you learn about like when they find the diary like in like the second act about like there was a the lot six- more like exposition scenes like yeah, yeah. Like, very like every kind of exposition scene you've ever seen in any type of movie was just slapped in the like exact time that it would need to be in yeah. this movie. There was like a whole fucking uh mansion that like just <laughs> helped tell the story for us and it was a little Did yeah. the mansion remind you guys of 13 Ghosts at all? Yes. It felt so much like 13 Ghosts when they first walked in or when she first walked in and everything's like shift I was like not shifting but like you know the the crates the on the outside compartmentalizing it yeah the cube itself or something like that that fucking skylight was awesome that was like like like, that's like rich people goals like like the type of things that now it's not gonna be like the first thing you get but like after you've gotten like a ferrari and like a yacht you're like okay i'm gonna put a cool like like skylight in the middle of my fucking thing and uh it actually it's funny because like this movie like the this end of hellraiser 2 has the big uh they go on to the like that ship kind of thing like that they're on at the uh that that comes down at the end of this one and it also has like uh kind of where they make cenobites in that one kind of like we see with the the doctor guy or whatever he is the 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 rich guy that who gets turned into cenobite at the very end of the film and uh it it reminded me of like that movie going off the chains at that part and going absolutely bonkers but it also was weird because the the chains uh, off the i mean it's appropriate terminology for this but uh it's funny (laughs) because the the doctor he was like a psychologist or something and that he got wrapped like with wire just like they were wrapping the uh the boyfriend at the end of that movie uh, and two chains not two chains. Two chains is, is a rapper, Josh, and very different. Yeah, you very said rapping. <laughs> w R A P, Josh. Rap, <laughs> not R A P. I rap. know you're saying all these puns, and you don't even know you're being so punny. And it's I know I, I I'm too, Josh. I'm like thinking of words as they're coming out of my mouth. You know, I'm not like. I'm not like thinking of these puns like Ken. I, I've been hanging around Ken a lot, and she does have a lot of puns. But yeah, it's uh. Been hanging around like how they did with the chains in the movie. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of that, but uh. Oh the, fuck. I I think that there was. I like this a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I felt like there was something missing, and I'm wondering if it it's something just from what I was expecting transitioning and changing like you know and not it's expectations can ruin like cinema right like because you expect one thing and you get something else but i don't i i did like did you go in with too much you think i just i think that my background and even though i haven't gone and god did my camera freeze again fucking hell (laughs) i will say 
personally, yeah. like from his point where he was going, I felt like they were trying to introduce this world. They didn't want to pull too much in from the past, at least it seems like they were trying to like, this is its own entity almost. I, but then again, I wouldn't know if there were any callbacks or anything, but it felt very like this is its own thing. This is what it is. Let us explain it to you because it was more difficult for others to grasp maybe or like, you know, the other the other had so much more to it. This is a little bit less. If that makes any sense, I felt like. Again, I haven't seen the others, so I didn't know any callbacks for it, but it definitely felt like. There was some pretty heavy handed sure. work, like not not overly heavy handed, but there was um, that, like, you know, this is a remake a requel, if you will. And uh, it was it was a, a lot of fun to to see the way I did, I think, because even in just like seeing some of the tweets that are out there now of people like just coming back, because this one, I I of watching them back to back. I really like this one a lot more than the original because of just the, the whole package as the package as a whole was a lot better crafted yeah smoother so yeah what? it is i mean smoother right because it's oh, like yeah. you said in like the production and the cameras and the it, it the also the first one's supposed to feel grimier right like it feels like it's got that dirty like that dirty house and the dirt like the, the attic where like she's but killing also just like the misogyny that was happening because of the time yeah. period as well was just yeah. ridiculous like i it, it made me that's what made me well, way more uncomfortable. Just how like every female character was treated and like it was all just very normal. Like when they're like carrying up the thing and he's like, do you got any beer? And then he's just like, well, I guess I'll fucking get it. I'm just like, oh my God. Like this, uh, this the whole best scene about, is so stupid. <laughs> well, the best part about that is the misogyny. Yeah. And while you're doing this, it's the woman who's just fucking everyone up because, like, no, everyone's like, like, oh, she's just the housewife. And, oh yeah, she's just the housewife that was fucking her, her the house, uh, the house husband's brother. He died from a hell cube, and then used the hell cube to fucking like, you know, bring him back. And it's like, nah, man, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it's like. It's got yeah. that sexual aesthetic of everything. Like, I mean, the the Cenobites obviously all kind of look like BDSM things, right? And you said, like, but you're also saying, like you said, Silent Hill BDSM mm -hmm. too. Like, I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, the Hellraisers, I mean, the Cenobites had to have been an influence on Konami in 100%. that original Silent Hill movie because yeah, it's that the the nurses especially and all the, like the early yes. ones are like, with the face pulled off and everything like that um so dope. I, I love the aesthetic like this movie just yeah. has like it and and in watching both of them back to back and how messed up the the subject matter and like uh, some of the images are i really i was like when did i stop when did i become so desensitized because none of this is phasing me whatsoever is it just like it, it this isn't tame but it's also no. not phasing me whatsoever when did this happen to me same way <laughs> Like, especially towards the end when, like, he's getting all wrapped up in the wire. I was like, this should be, like, triggering something in my brain that's like, yeah. no, stop. <laughs> Don't do that. Be scared. But instead, but, I was like. But that oh. character kind of felt like a throwaway character, though. Like, to me. Like, in yeah. like what he was doing and what he was trying, it it didn't. 
it didn't land whatsoever. And when he was getting yeah. fucked up at the end, I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just get rid of him. Like, he's in the yeah, way. Yeah, just, just finish it up. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> he was the, like, he was, like, the, the, the ass piece of the brother. He was, like, the brother's boyfriend, right? And, like, you, like you don't get much character development from him. Like most of the character development is from it's like, still the, the boyfriend had more development than the, the, the female roommate who just said, Oh yeah. She just things. was there and didn't say much most of the time and then gets pulled off in the back hallway to get uh, like murked by the, uh, the rich guy who man, that fucking reveal where he's got that, the, the, box like that was pretty cool through him yeah and you like it's all it's doing is just giving it he he picked the one that was like sensation which was a real dumb idea i'm like okay if all the things that you could uh, like there was six and they're all like scams right they're all like it's the whole like selling your soul to satan thing and like you're never like it's never gonna work out for you basically and if you make this deal with the cenobites they're like yeah, you're going to get they what they view as like amazing shit. It's like, yeah, but they're hell demons. Like they're from fucking like, you know, they're it, you kind of get it at the end that they're all people who have either I completed the box, which means they've all killed six people or kind of been directly or indirectly connected to that killing is, six people. That's the one thing I did like more about this one than the first one cuz like the like you're saying the rules in the first one is like she's going after her brother like to reanimate this this guy that has an amazing cock. Uh, whereas this one, it felt like uh, almost like what was happening in Smile. Like, oh, I look back and this has happened before. There's a, there's like a, you know, this, yeah, this many people were affected by it before, and then now, essentially, that's how many people are going to be affected by it this time, unless we do, unless we do the cliche thing and have some exposition scenes of us finding a way out. And it's like, what can we do? I mean, you know, like, uh, I the, the thing I, that like isn't completely unreasonable though. It, it's not like like the first couple kills. Obviously, the brother disappears like while she's like fucked up on drugs, and because they pulled him in because he was like, they were like, okay, you didn't get a, we didn't get her, but like it had that. You talk yeah. about that pull, Josh, like that pull of like whatever, and it was powerful enough that it could basically pick a victim and pull him in. And then they're trying to figure out what's happening, and they go find the assistant who who pulled in ugly Robert Pattinson to like to get sucked in by the box, and she gets sucked in by the box. I love how he's just ugly Robert Pattinson. I mean, I don't know who else. I mean, what else do you want me to call him? Like Batman Junior? I mean, I don't. Whatever he is, but like we were talking about Batman. Yeah, I know. yeah. Batman. And you so you <laughs> you have like. So after that, like the it's I'm Josh. WRB. Uh, but you get the you get the chick murk in the hallway. You get out. Yeah, this the, is a Batman channel. Now. You get the uh you get the uh oh, the uh chatterer. He gets taken out by it. So it's like they learn real quick. I mean not real quick, but they learn fast enough that like, yeah, you don't want to be fucking with this cube and like poking yourself and shit because then it ends up being like like when that chick comes out of the fucking hallway with the box in her back <laughs> I think I giggled about that because it was kind of ridiculous looking but yeah uh, it was like you're bleeding so bad oh and there's a hell cube sticking out of your back that every time someone's you know gets like like touched by it I, I, 
I don't think they were completely, they were kind of stupid at the beginning, but like, <laughs> I don't know. That was like, it all kind of like, if they weren't com a little bit stupid, then you wouldn't have a movie because the girl would have never I sold want a one box. of those boxes now. Like it's, it's just, it's a cool aesthetic. Like I, I really yeah. just want one. And I've seen like the amount of people that I follow that all of a sudden already have one now. They're just like, yeah. I'm just playing with my new toy. I'm just like, fuck. Like, oh. like I said before, I do have this. But to my defense, I was a horror block like yeah. subscriber, and it just came randomly. It's not like I went out of my way to acquire all these pinhead things without have seeing the movies. Now I've seen them. Now I can. Yeah. I can, yeah. I, I, I have to say, though, one thing about the boyfriend that makes me go, what the fuck, after watching it, that he's like balls deep in her in the beginning. And he says, I love you. And then you learn later on that it's like he's being paid for all this shit. So either A, he's really bad at like, you know, like getting invested with shit. Or B, he did that just to like think, like her to think he she's in he's in love with her or whatever. But yeah, like but that's the whole thing with we're we're seeing it through her eyes as well. And it's to throw yeah. us as an audience off as well. It's just a little yeah. he more heavy handed way of doing it and uh, so the reveal is more then you start questioning like you're doing right now. You start questioning yeah. all of the decisions the character made throughout the movie. And that's where I don't know, like that and that's one of those reasons why I said like going back and rewatching it's it would be an interesting thing because I would have a perspective on and seen it and that kind of stuff. It always helps like in movies like that. Like it's like when you've seen high tension and you're like, you know what's happening the whole time. That Instead movie of, just affected me too much. I don't want to watch it again. But then in the same time, when I'm thinking back to what Kin just, uh, she brought up 13 Ghosts, especially the house compartmentalizing and trapping them, that yeah. really is the part where I was like, hey, this is exactly like 13 Ghosts because all the doors closed and they're all stuck in certain parts and stuff. I Dude, loved I that movie coming up. I would love, love to dive back into that to see if that holds up or not because anything yeah. with Matthew Lillard, he just mm -hmm. he's he's one of my favorites and that movie I just remember having so many like almost like iconic characters to me now of what you know just like glancing back in my head to like the things that yeah. I do remember it, it 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 affected me in like a really like oh this is awesome this is like punk rock right. like ghosty movie I like it you know what you're reminding me I think one of my favorite lines of the whole movie is the the rich guy going this is a this is a trap or whatever he yells at like he's yelling at the fucking pinhead because he's like he built this thing just to his whole plan the whole time is to get them to come back to, to take this thing out of him because he's like he's got this thing on where he's in agony like 24 7 with his hell cube when you find like, out that those things spinning are his tendons i was yeah. like that that part i was like and then they zoom up on it like spinning i was like and he's oh, like he's like that's nuts he's like, that's gnarly. Yeah. yeah and it's just like it, it it looks like something out of like final like final destination meets like a Guillermo del Toro movie or something like that like it reminds me of a chrono with the like the the heart thing and all that stuff but did you know that yeah. Guillermo del Toro directed Blade 2 yep yeah i've known that for a long time yeah yeah i love blade 2 man i i just love all the blade i see that's the I hope Blade, the new Blade, with Marvel being what it is now, it actually goes in the R-rated. And I hope I Wesley hope Snipes so. makes a, a, a cameo of some sort. Like, they, they, just re, 
they had like a 90 page script that was garbage with two bad fights and they're like just restarting over again <laughs> yeah yeah he's not um the the, the actor is not too happy about that yeah. they have a logo <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and all, all you got me thinking about is the current season of uh, what we do in the shadows, where they had the vampire nightclub, or they yeah. were like, yeah, it was like they uh, all she wanted was the blood sprinklers to work, and they don't work until like she tries to burn the place down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show so much. I love it so. But that's much. but in talking about what we do in the shadows, there that's Taika Waititi like. Uh, doing his thing and marvel gave him too much money with the new thor movie and said yeah do whatever and he I, because i i'm like i like watching the the like special effects world and stuff and like the amount of like uproar that is happening against marvel because like movies back in the day used to use like two houses and now they're using like 25 and they're putting special effects houses out of business and stuff for like making so many changes and not paying them for it and demand it like because they're too big taika watiti was apparently like just terrible to work with because he's he doesn't know how to do special effects he's not that type of director but they've given yeah. him so much money and power and he's just like yeah whatever i make you know i'm changing my mind and he's like whatever about it but they're like that's gonna cost us like eighty thousand dollars just to change that one thing and we have to take the hit on that what what yeah. the fuck like yeah whatever yeah, the, the special effects houses were not yeah they 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 have insane deadlines it seems like um so i wonder man, about I, like stuff like this too like because there's a lot of special effects probably not a big budget and but i guess horror movies i don't know like it's not like a marvel thing so i'm trying to google the budget of like what the what the estimated budget is but it's always fucking hard to figure out what the fucking budget of these movies i mean we talked about fucking uh the night house right it's the same director and like uh and what he did with that film you have you seen the night house ken not yet no i was oh, just no. looking at i was just looking at some stuff about it because i was trying to find out it's so stuff about the upcoming blade it's so good night house is so good it's I a weird it. weird psychological like horror movie that is very like it's kind of it's about grief really but like it's one of those movie, elevated ones where yeah double meaning and it, like i, I he wanted to, but in a really he, nice good way he wanted to make that movie a hellraiser movie like that was like his like pitch to make it a movie and they're like, no just make it like this and then you can have and then after that did so well they let him do hellraiser and did a really good fucking job man i i have to say like the um Jamie Clayton as the the priest as they call her man she fucking killed it like she mm -hmm. uh, she had that commanding presence and like the scene where she pulled the fucking pin out of her head and like yes. put it into to his like into the uh, throat yeah. Yeah. it was a it was a creepy creepy vibe man and like a lot of the violence in this movie was very like you didn't see a lot of it, right? It was like a lot of off-screen violence, but I think a lot of that was to build up tension with the Cenobites and everything like that. Um, also, the only thing that's maybe a weird transition in this film for me was like when they transitioned the Cenobites from being like more ethereal, like, you know, like a mental kind of thing until like full, it was kind of like bringing Freddy Krueger into the real world, right? Which it was like that, they had that thing where it was like she was seeing him the whole like, for like what the 
the second act basically until they like they all showed up in the third act and uh kind of reminded me of smile again like josh where you like where the the chick is seeing shit and then she's the only one who's seeing it and then like eventually people start seeing it you know yeah yeah uh whoop there's a browser source thing in front of my face josh or next to my face what no don't that's what all the people are here for josh is my pretty face my pretty face are you sure uh, what i have to ask so what ken what did you think about the cenobites as like entities in the film like their designs and and, and where did you i liked the clicker a lot uh just because i think he was a character that that character design is used in so many different like games and movies but like just the i like that I a lot um it. I liked the one too whose skin was pulled and kind of like looked almost like a hood pulled up. Like that yeah. was really neat. I thought they were interesting. I like looking at it now, I I do wish they had a little bit more is ferocity the right word? Some like a little bit more of a presence. Like yeah. they just felt either either more of a presence or more of a background. Like they just felt like they were in a weird spot. But they yeah. definitely looked like very cool, very very neat. I liked them. They were very cool. What's that? I, huh? I, I'm randomly getting some beeping noise, and I don't. Oh, know what I don't hear it. Yeah, that must be on your end. But that probably is going to transition through the audio. So no, it, 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 okay. I don't have any desktop audio on, but I don't understand where it's coming from. Is it coming from me? No. I, I was gonna say it shouldn't be. I don't have anything running, but um I, I think that the comp the 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 original Cenobites were very much leather and like leather and flesh, right? With that the accents of like metal, like pinhead, right? But I think that these guys were more they felt like flesh and metal. Like yeah, that's what it said online. Like they wanted yeah. to go. They felt that like the BDSM leather thing at the time was very, like edgy and in your face and like still kind of you know questionable. So then they wanted this one to be more like skin being that yeah. particular means of expression. So, yeah, and they did a good job with that because they had like anywhere from like the, uh, the um. Like the the woman who had like piercings, it looked like piercings all over her head, right? And like all that mm -hmm. stuff. And then like the obviously pinhead herself. Um and everything like I mean, and then using that like just removing from the body, which you, you see with the 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 main character or not the main character, the main uh antagonist at the very end when he ends up choosing power. Um which is weird because they like let him choose they let him choose twice, didn't they? They're like he 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 got his one choice and then they basically let him re-roll it like seven years later or whatever, but six years later, whatever it was. That's what I was going to ask about because it seemed weird to me that he got to be like in on the kill count that she was putting together kind of, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I didn't really understand how that worked. That but seemed very odd. I think, yes. Uh, yes and no. Because he still needed one or two two more for his own and when he no he completed it when no it, he, he yeah it, that's he Did chose he, he choose, okay, well, chose then i totally saw that yeah. so a hundred percent that's what i was thinking but then when he did something else and then it finally like unlocked i felt like because he helped aid in 
like something else that it finally did it again no, or something. That, I don't know. But yeah, so was, then that rule was not set in stone, yeah. did not make sense. So it was his it was his chest thing was his sensation thing when he chose sensation because he was he was so rich he want he thought he would get pleasure, which was a real smart like, idea. Just just make it happen. Yeah. Because I I want to come 18 times an hour. Now, let me come. And they, you know, they're like, no, you get to. And then he did anyways. He did anyways. You get the pain cummies, the pain, the best kind of cummies, the pain cummies. But no. uh, And so then he had it for, so like his whole thing was like, was setting this up to get the girl to open the start the box and do all this stuff so that he could get them to come back and he could like get (laughs) audience with God again. Yeah, totally. So like, and then. That was what was weird, though, was like they it kind of seemed like they were like, I, I wonder if they were supposed to be thanking him for helping like the whole thing kick off. And and then she, or I don't know if it was because she said she didn't want anything like it. It's, you know, I don't know. It doesn't completely. That's why I said maybe another viewing. I, I would clear up a little bit of these things or maybe they're just kind of like it's supposed to make you go. Yeah, because it's also seems like what what. uh pinhead decides is is relevant like because pinhead is the like seems like the right hand man of satan or whatever in this like because god in this context seems like it's satan right but you don't really ever truly know they could have been from another dimension they could be whatever from this it's almost like the hellraiser like pinhead wasn't supposed to be as like iconic as he turned out to be and then i mean you became the thing right because like hellraiser they were raising Frank back from the dead, and that's the thing. And but Pinhead yeah. was just there, looking so fucking metal that they're like, "Yeah, you're well, yeah, it." That's, that the bit the 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 woman looking for the best dick in the world was the villain of that film. The Pinhead yeah. was just like like a fucking utility for killing people, and and yep. it became a, I mean, like you said, so fucking metal that they go off and they do all this stuff. And he Doug was the Bradley, lead singer. Yep. Doug Bradley did it for a long time and then yeah and then they were like just pumping out a couple of them at the end because like even Br- Doug Bradley was like these movies are way too garbage for me to even get to Yeah but like, he's, we he's on the circuit now just touring it right so yeah. I mean he's been touring Pinhead for a long time but yeah um it I I, I don't think this film is perfect by any chance but I I think that no. it is also has enough depth that it is it it was really I thought it was well done. I thought there was a lot there, and it was like someone who, who hasn't had like those connections we talk about all the time to our kid like childhood. And I, I didn't watch as many of these movies that I wanted to when I was a kid because my parents were like, oh whatever. And so, I I think this original film I I watched pretty early on and, and did leave a mark on me because it is so fucking dark and like metal and so like BDSM and dirty. Sexual and like and erotic. It's everything and, rot is. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I can't deny it, Josh. I am all these things, but uh, it. I, I I think that they turned it out, and I think that like they developed a movie for a more modern age and someone who obviously respected the material and respected this universe. And I think they just. I don't know. Maybe they. It, it might be, maybe they cleaned it up a little too much maybe i don't know it's like it's maybe it's too clean for what this is supposed to be like where it's supposed to be dingy and like dirty and like that thing where like a little bit like i feel like nowadays it just 
you know, uh, European movies are have always been more sexual and able to be more sexual and stuff. Whereas yeah. American movies never were, but in the eighties, before the whole censor thing happened, whatever, they were more so. But then as soon as that happened, I feel like it's been a progressive downhill from there. And there hasn't been a good, like, especially now that going back to Disney again, now that Disney and more big studios own all the other studios and it's being like Netflix, like is doing their thing. Everyone is, it's just like, I don't know. It's more like Disneyified, and that's what everyone is kind of more used to. And there's yeah. way less. So when you dive into something that has its origins in that era of it being more acceptable, it's really not anymore. It's just not there. Yeah. It's not prevalent, and it. I don't think it's going to be, and it wouldn't be as accepted if it was. Especially not going on to fucking what was this on Hulu or something like? It's on Hulu. Yeah, like I. I don't think. Disney would allow it to be overly sexualized on Hulu. Yeah. I, I, I think that they, like Ken was talking about, they were talking about like trying to kind of diverge from that a little bit, like the original image. And it was, again, you had, I, I, I don't know how like into the, like, you know, gay bar scene Clive right. Barker was in the eighties, but like, you know, that's like nowadays when you do gay clubs in the eighties and movies, it's like a bunch of guys like, you know, covered in leather and all that shit. And you have to go, well, I mean, it makes sense that where the Clive would have gotten these ideas and like it, it was. Also, the priestess did say they wouldn't uh, take back the gift. They would exchange it though. Oh, did they? I, maybe yeah. I like, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So then that's where he chose power and yeah. power was, which made him a Cenobite. So like that, that was setting up for another movie with him coming back and, and causing some havoc um that 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 construction was like of him at the very end was like super that was like probably the most hardcore scene in the whole movie right Remember that? Like, yes 100 percent. and i loved like i felt like that was the most actual hellraiser scene of the yeah. movie and it was yeah. the last fucking scene of the movie i was like this is yeah. fucking metal and gnarly and looks like yeah. so good and to end on that it ended on like a super high note for me so i was yeah. i was I, I you saw that scene ex like two seconds before coming on here so it's really yeah. fresh with you i love whenever like i would never well okay i don't say i shouldn't say i would never <laughs> i love it when they do like like how his eyes and pinhead's eyes like you know they're black like and they put that in him while he's there that was so cool I was, yeah. I was very all about oh, that. Oh, yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah, he's got the human eyes until, like, the very end, and then they, they like, go to that, like, blackish thing, and it's just like, they just... okay. <laughs> he fart, his soul farts out of his eyeballs. and like. But he still has the, the pupils oh, are still the same, or not the pupil, whatever. This, You know what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. Anyway. The iris yeah, the iris is still the same color, but then yep. the outer part is black. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could see, like, I don't know if it was like the context or the aesthetics, like, cause you don't like Pinhead, uh, she, she gets the most like screen time of any of the things because she also is kind of like the, the mouthpiece of all of them. She's the one who kind of talks and kind of delivers the messages. Uh, the, I mean, the other ones are varying degrees. Like you're talking about the chattering guy, which I think was the probably the most reused design after Pinhead. Um, I, 
I really loved her design where they like took that metal into her throat and she's got like this. They look like seals like in her throat, mm. which is really did a cool. Good job. And, like, like aesthetically, pretty- this movie, like art direction wise, was mwah. Loved it. Well, and think about it now too. Think about after you've seen the ending, how the other characters were made, like how you see their flesh being pulled away and like ripped yeah. off. This is like, okay, this is how this ends up like this. And it's like, it, I think that like, it may have been cleaned up a little too much, like I said, but like, I think there's a, is there a good, it made me happy. It was fun. Like it, that, which is something that I was excited for after so many bad Hellraiser. I watched one of them. That was like one of the last ones, if not the last one they did with a cop. And like, it was, it was real bad. And I giggled at it, but like, was there a samurai cop though? No, there was no samurai cop. Not this time, Josh. Not this time. Ah <laughs> um, oh, man, uh, whatever. But <laughs> the, it, it just, I, I think that it's that weird catch up of like, also you're, you take a, a, a 35 year gap in filmmaking and like the technology and like you take a more experienced director this time and you take all this stuff and you take a little bit of money and it goes, they did a lot, and then CG obviously is like way easier to do all the stuff with the the hooks and shit like that. And uh, it might have been cleaned up too much, but I think that there's something in there that like it's a it does feel like a more 2022 version of Hellraiser, right? It feels like that like kind of what you would jolt 35 years into the future, like and what would happen and what we have now. And I think it is. Uh, we do we like you said it came about addiction right and there's the the addiction of like the world we live in and how it's i mean the, the rich guy is every billionaire in the world right like never he can't ever have enough uh she can't ever have enough of like taking herself outside of herself right uh and and all these things and it's just like i, I think that there are that there's a message there and i think there's a lot that's like really well done I, but I, I just, I wonder if that, like, you might, it's a little too squeaky clean. It's like, it's like when you, like, you commit a crime and then you, you, you clean up the scene too much, right? Like, there's, like, the evidence is that it's too clean. Is like how you prove that something weird happened here, right? Like, there's too much bleach on the counter. There's too much, like, I don't know. There's not enough murder moose on the screen. God damn it, Josh. God damn it. Uh, well, I'm glad that you guys, like, uh, enjoyed it. Like, I mean, Ken, it sounds I, like I'm you... I'm just happy that I got to do this poster for it, though. Like, because that's it the thing. fabulous. Because if it's a fun movie with a fun character, and, like, I had fun watching this. Like, I didn't think, honestly, after watching the first, I was like, okay, I can see the things. But I didn't think I was going to have as much fun watching the second one because I did the like back-to-back viewing of it. Yeah. And I see why so many people like attach to these movies and the characters themselves. Like you'd, there's so much rich, like, I don't know, just the aesthetic and the name, it, like it's all so fucking metal. Like you don't get that often. And unlike right now, we did just get this at the same time in the same week with Terrifier, a new, super metal looking clown movie awesome character i i don't you know when, when was the last time you've you've seen like a new super iconic 
you know, going to stand the test of time type character, like, in the horror genre. Like, you know, last one I can think of right now is, like, Ghostface now. But it's not I mean, even we, a character. It's, like, it's it's a whole bunch of different people playing one character. I, I think the only things that you would even kind of point to are, like, Victor Crowley in the, the Hatchet movies. And then those are even, like kind of like out there and then like i mean you and i both love we love psycho gore man but like it, it's it's like stuff that like has gotten franchises and like movie after movie after movie right like it we still are like most of these things besides scream are from 80s movies right hellraiser 87 i guess and jigsaw yeah jigsaw jigsaw in the early 2000s yeah but as we know that's a whole but that, weird but that's james wan it has the ability to just create He's the one person that did make the the cinematic universe actually work. He's like, horror cinematic universe? Yeah, whatever. I got it. Yeah. Well, it, it's uh, I think it's an interesting universe. I think I, I I always think that the first two Hellraisers are worth a watch. I, I, Josh, I would I'd like to hear your opinion after the second one because it, it it's almost a direct continuation of the first film. Um, I like when that happens too, because like when you start diving in as much as i do love all the different spin-offs of uh like nightmare on elm street movies and stuff they're so different and they don't really tie in hardly at all to one another but then if you talk about like the halloween or friday movies they really don't at all they're just like they're oh look look what i got i got the rights to this fucking movie like no one has that shit right now but everyone had it in the fucking 80s and yeah like I mean, you look at things like I, I, I think that like the easiest example of all that is Halloween four and Halloween five, where they like, oh, we're gonna do this thing where the little girl's the killer, like he's gonna she's gonna be the next Michael Myers. And then they like a year later they come back with Halloween five, which is not like they were like Michael Myers turns into Jason Voorhees in that film, but like in there no, she's just mute now. It's just it's that kind of stuff like where you didn't you not have like continuity because like you have different directors different studios all this stuff like right it, it's like it's impossible to get a hold of a fucking friday that or like like the only friday the 13th box that has like all the movies in it is the one from uh screen factory uh screen factory because they like they somehow were managed to work that out like you can't get box sets of halloween because of all the different distributors or like they just they just did a like 1995 and on like halloween uh really like so it was like Halloween six and like after like that and Jerry got to do some of the music on the Halloween Resurrection Blu-ray, which is awesome. But like it's like it's hard because like all this stuff went all over the place and and Hellraiser feels kind of like that. And I mean Amityville and there's like so much shit that's all over the place. Oh, but there's like, been some bad Amityville movies. Fuck. There's an Amityville Shark movie, by the way. <laughs> Probably better than some of the other ones. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's weird. But yeah, we you you built the universe, and yeah, it's hard to see because these characters don't stay as iconic. And like, and if art stays around as well, then it'd be dope. But okay, Kin, what's your fifteen second review of this movie? The moose, the shorts, moose short review of this movie. It was good. You should watch it. Uh, probably should watch the original one first because I think it might give a little bit more insight and i am very glad that i checked it out uh the clicker guy is my favorite rod 15 seconds go it needs to be hornier i need more daddy issues and more like how 
to kill people to get the best dick ever. What would a woman do for an orgasm? But in 2022, no, it was really good. Metal, skin, pinhead, good stuff. I got to say, I felt like this movie updated itself appropriately. Uh, aesthetically looked amazing. But I agree with Rod. It needed a little more of uh, the roots of what the original kind of brought to it with the more BDSM type stuff. And I felt like uh, Hulu and Disney kind of s- squeaked it clean a little too much. But it was a fun time on the couch because Hulu, hey, horror movies. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Daddy. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Next week is Halloween. Um, Ken, we're probably going to like, Ken, come back. We'll work it out. I get it the whole I, I talked to Jerry about it months ago about him coming on and talk about it, but like his soul situation, like I said. So I'll let you know. But like, yeah, we're doing Halloween, which is out this weekend on uh Peacock and in theaters. So go see it in theaters or watch it on Peacock, whatever. Um whatever. <laughs> and, Do besides, stuff. The besides STD Hotel and Motel.com. Where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash continue, K-I-N-T-I-N-U-E, as well as Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, whatever. It's everywhere. The only there's only a couple that are different, but just look up continue. You'll find me. Instagram, yeah, it's Instagram's your random one that's different, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Instagram's my weird random one, and then also I am on Fan House doing whatever the hell I'm doing over there. So yeah, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. That feeling. <laughs> okay, we are com. Uh, go follow us on YouTube where we have our, our YouTube shorts of us doing weird things for 15 seconds, uh, and Gizmo for 3,000 views because Gizmo. Um, we have. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, and yeah, whatever. Everywhere. Murder Moose. Murder Moose! I'm Roger Scott Johnson. To, everywhere. Go to joshwrb.com. Look. My posters. Yay! posters. Uh, Mandy poster. Josh, all your shit. Uh, yeah, joshwrb.com. I'm at joshwrb everywhere. And someone just Berserker followed just follow you. Hey! <laughs> Okay. Everybody, thank you for listening. We love you. Ken, you're awesome for coming on as always. Thanks for having me. And we will catch you guys next week for Halloween ads. Bye. Bye. Bye.